Hallelujah. Welcome once again to the Eagle's Nest. Um, you look a bit sad today. A couple of days ago, I heard about such of a young man. I um, the age of my one of my sons in his twenties. Suicide. And the crazy thing is, this Christian came from a Christian home. And, you know, increasingly we hear stories about, you know, young people, all manner of people, they just kill themselves, jump off the bridge, jump into water, jump off a high rise building. But I'm here today to tell you that. Suicide should never be an option. It can never be an option. You can't quit. You know, in the in the book of I think it's Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven. There God says, "For I know the plans." And thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. God has plans to give you a future and a hope. Hopelessness is not part of the plans that God has for you. I don't care whether you're born again or you're just a churchgoer. God loves you. And hopelessness. Just this, this kind of there is nothing to live for again. That's not, that's not God. That's the enemy. Now the Bible says that hell hath enlarged her mouth. The devil knows where he's going. But he just said, I'm not going alone. God, you see these ones that you love so much. I'm going to take as many of them as they will listen, as will listen to me. I know I'm going to hell. But I'm going to take some of these ones that you say you love. Because they won't listen to you. And I'm going to keep pumping them with lies until they give up. But that will not be your portion. To any man or woman that comes across this broadcast or that watches this, you will never give up. Hopelessness will never be your portion. For God knew you even before you were formed in your mother's womb. He says that in Psalm 139. He says, I knew you before your parents even came together. And he said, the number of your days, I wrote them. I, so you're, you're, you're not an accident. And if I wrote the number of your days and I planned a future for you and I, I, I wrote them all out, I had an assignment for you. That's why you were born in the first place. And now I'm telling you that I have plans for peace and well-being, not disaster for you. Why would suicide be an option? can never be an option for you in the name of Jesus. I understand that, you know, in recent times because of the stress of life, the challenges, you know, mental health issues 
have been have become you know rising and because many of us don't know how to handle it or many of us who come under this precious sort of you know the devil tells you you're all alone nobody will understand nobody understands you and nobody cares and he tells you that today and he tells you that tomorrow as soon as you begin to hear that kind of voice telling you life is not worth it telling you you're useless why are you even alive end it all and this pain will go it's a lie the pain does not go even when you take your life because there's a time of standing before God and telling him what you did with the life that he gave you after he told you that I knew you even before your parents came together to form you. So that's a lie. Don't listen to him. So what is happening? God says, fix your eyes on my word. And we tell ourselves, God, can't you see my circumstances? God says, meditate on my word. And we say, God, can't you see that I have to move and do something? If not, me and my family will, will die of hunger. God says, I make a way where there seems to be no way. He say, God, I can't see any way. I will find a way for myself. That's how we get ourselves into these tight corners and then we're stuck when it doesn't work we panic and we say let's end it all why would we be losing our children amazing destinies why 20 parents have slaves sent you to school you're out of university you graduated this young boy was an IT guru he had a job and nobody knew until he killed himself. I think it was um, um, Charles Spurgeon. Yeah. He said, if we cannot believe God when circumstances seem to be against us, then we never believed him at all. You're believing God and you're trusting God. It's not just for when things are good. Because circumstances will change. Circumstances, challenges will come. It is part of the process of life. So if when, if adversity comes or things that are negative come to you and you just go to pieces and something was wrong originally with your, with your hold on God. But I'm here today to tell you, I don't care what lies the enemy has told you. Suicide is not an option. When you look through the Bible, everyone, male, female, who achieved great things in the kingdom, always passed through one challenge or the other. Abraham, I will make you the father of nations. 25 years. No child. From the wife that God gave him. 25 years. So God, how on earth am I going to become this big man, this great man that I thought I saw? 
But I want you to know today that even though your answers are delayed, God can never deny that which he has promised you. There may be delays, but never deny them. Malachi 3.6, I think God says, There I am the Lord, I change not. If God says I change not, he means it, it doesn't change. Now there may be a lag time, there may be a time of waiting. Um, and I don't know how long that will be for you. For Abraham, 25 years. For uh, um, Esther, three days and three nights of prayer and fasting. For Joseph, 13 years. For Ruth, one night. With Boaz, the king's man. Changed her destiny. One night. What if she had given up when her husband died? What if she was she had given up when they were suffering hunger? They were they were she was basically scrounging. That's what she was doing. When she followed Boaz's people to, to, to the farm, she, she wasn't going there to take what belonged to her. She was going there to take the leftovers. From there, she became one of the ancestors of Jesus Christ. From a nobody. Same thing with Esther. From a slave girl, kidnapped. She became the wife of the king, the queen of Cyrus the king. She became the savior of her people, Israel. That Haman, a descendant of the, the um, Goliath's people, that same fight, that same fight that was on, continued grandchildren, great-grandchildren, they suddenly get, get up. They arise. They don't even know why they're fighting these people. They just know that they hate them. It's still the enemy. Some of the people fighting you don't even know why they're fighting you. But they're fighting you because of your destiny, because of what you carry. They're fighting you because of your future. They're fighting you. They want you. They want to cut your life short now so that the future that God planned for you never manifests. But you need to tell them that suicide is not an option. I'm not going to give up on life. I'm not going to be a coward. I'm not going to cause pain to those who love me, to those who are standing, who have stood for me, who are praying for me. I will not, I will not, I will not back down. I will not cut short my life. I don't even have the authority to do that. Child of God, I don't know who you are. Suicide is not an option. Some people... Their, their situations change. I mean, what you were almost giving up on today, the very next day, that answer you expected, that letter you were expecting, that mail that was supposed to have come in, comes in, and the person took their life the day before. And the enemy does that. He knows, he knows that the answer is coming, but he has to convince you that it's never going to come. But God tells you, I don't change. If I have made a promise, I will keep to my promise. Things may be hard. Situations will be difficult. But trust me, I will change it. I will change it. Trust me. Now, whose, whose report will you believe? Whose answer? Whose words will you listen to? 
in one day, Samuel, I mean Saul, went from a donkey herder. He was looking, it was one of his donkeys that was lost that caused him to come in contact with Samuel the prophet. He went looking for a donkey. He went looking for a missing animal and came back anointed as king of Israel. Talk about a God that can do all things. He had no idea, no intention, nothing. He was looking for a missing animal. But he didn't know that his time of appointment had come. So many people, so many people, Joseph, one day, and meanwhile, God had been in the background working all of these things up. From when he was thrown into the pit to when he was, you know, bought as a slave to when he was thrown into jail. All of that, all of that was part of God's planning to bring him to this place of becoming a prime minister. He showed him the finished work. He showed him his parents bound to him, told him his brothers bound to The only thing he didn't tell him was a path that would take him there. And that's where the enemy comes and waits for us. It's while we're, at, while, while we're trying to find our way, while God's leading us through this path and trusting us to trust him, that the enemy comes and tells you, you can't, you can't believe this God, he's a liar. He won't come through for you. Didn't you see this person? Did they come through for him? Did they say that your own, your own will not be different? And then you decide to take your life. You decide to take the word of a liar against the word of a God who never changes, who has never told a lie in his entire life, in all of eternity. In one day, Mephibosheth went from being a crippled, a crippled, poor, helpless, unknown man one day of King David remembering him, remembering his father, Jonathan. One day, he became someone who sat permanently until he died at the table of King David. Why do you think your own situation will be any different? Why will God come to you and suddenly become helpless and, 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 and confused, not knowing what to do because the enemy has surrounded you, because the enemy has taken so much from you and God is just biting his head. Oh God, what do I do? Oh, what do I do? Are you joking? God doesn't know what to do. God does not know. God is confused. He's sleeping. He's, he's, he's suddenly become weak. He's, If you are breathing, know that you're a threat to Satan and his kingdom. If you're now blood washed, born again, called by the name of Jesus Christ, you are a terror to his kingdom. Don't look at your circumstances that have not quite lined up with God says about you. God can change that in the twinkling of an eye. It is because you are a terror to his kingdom. That he tries to get you to focus. And you know, whatever you focus on becomes magnified in your life. It's like if you, if you look up at the sun, 
after some time, all that is in your eyes is light, bright light. You can't see anything else. In the same time, if you look down and all you're seeing is troubles, 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 they become so big that they now tell you, you can't get away from us. You just need to change focus. Shift your focus from the challenges to God. Shift from the negativity to the word of God, to his promises. cannot quit on life. You cannot cut short your destiny. You cannot frustrate the grace of God that's upon your life. I don't care how difficult the situations are. If it gets so bad, find someone to talk to. At the bottom of this message, you'll see my number, you'll see my email address. Call me any time of the day. You cannot cut short your life. I am there for you. Call me. I will pray with you. I will counsel with you. Because my purpose in this life is to establish the will of God. And that is your purpose. You have a, you have a unique purpose. And the gifts, the abilities, the beauty, everything God has put in you, don't waste it. Don't let that liar tell you you can't make it. Don't let him take your eyes off of God and focus on the things that look impossible because God says, I make the impossible possible. Whose word would you believe? I have served him. For almost over 30 years. Has it been a, um, how do I say it? Has it been jumping up and rejoicing and praising and, you know, just taking coffee and just having a good time? Oh, no, no, no. But has it been worth it? Certainly. Have I discovered that there is, a, there is a physical life and that the spirit realm is real? Certainly. Have I found out that I have incredible power on the inside of me as a child of God? Oh, yes. Have I found out that I can resist the enemy and say, you can't do this and it comes to pass? Certainly. And there's nothing special about me. The only difference between me and that person that wants to end it all is that I have a God, I have believed the God that I serve. That no matter how bad things look, he will bring me out. He will see me through. He will not fail in your case. This end is not a question. God promises to turn your pain somehow, I don't know how. God promises to heal your body somehow. God promises to give you the grace to pass through that difficult situation and to bring you out at the other side. He didn't tell you. He never promised you that there won't be challenges. He never did. 
He says to you, I am there. At any time that you call upon me in the time of trouble, I will answer you. That's what God says. If you call and it still seems like the burden is so heavy, reach out to someone else. Reach out to someone that knows God. Refuse. Refuse to be in a place where the enemy has access to bombarding you with his lies. That's all I ask of you. Refuse to be there. Refuse for him to keep you in the place of lies. Refuse to receive those lies. Reach out to someone. Live. Give God one more day, one more month, one more year. Trust him to come through. And I promise you, child of God, I promise you, man, woman, whoever you are that is listening, he will come through. Remember, if there's nothing else that you take from this message today, remember, suicide is not an option because God has good plans for you. He has good thoughts for you. He is able to turn every wilderness situation into a place that is filled with rivers. He is able. Give him the opportunity. Don't give up on him. God bless you. And I pray with you today that that situation that has become like a huge mountain before you, that God this day will level it and bring it down to a valley. That confusion that the enemy has has enveloped you with may God send someone your way that will bring clarity that need in your life may God meet it some way supernaturally the way only he can and may you recognize that this can only be the finger of God call me when that testimony comes call me send me a message send the mail shoot out just just Testify so someone else can be blessed. May God bless you. Your going out and your coming in is blessed. Your family is blessed. The work of your hand is blessed. Your life is a blessing. Suicide, that spirit, I rebuke it from of your life. From of everything that concerns you, you will live. You will live to declare the goodness of God in this land of the living. You will not die. 